Welcome to the Natural Business Podcast. Today's topic is the journey of cool stuff we learned. My name is Bernie Fransgrove from Creative Insight, and my co-host is Wayne Pratt from Motivate You Inc. So what can you expect from our Natural Business Podcast? Well, we aim to help you find your feet in the business world. Whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, we've got something for everyone. In each episode, we dive deep into a particular area of business and explore the ins and outs of that subject. We interview experts in their field, share success stories from people who have the experience, and offer practical tips and advice. Our sponsor is NotionHive.com, which offers a full-service solution that encompasses everything from branding, design, to social media, to web development. That means they can handle every aspect of your digital presence, leaving you free to focus on what you do best. Our guests today are... Wayne Pratt and Bernie Rasgrove. We are experts in talking. And if you listen to our other 98 podcasts, you'll know that. And Wayne, what's your favorite saying? Anything you can see and believe you can achieve from Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich. That's great. So, Wayne, what have we learned? The neat thing is. We've got far enough in that we're at least journeymen. We're certainly not superstars, but no one can say we're not at least second lieutenants. Absolutely. You know, the one thing I've reflected on somewhere, a podcast, and the different people talking to us, doesn't matter whether they're from Canada, UK, Africa, US, obviously. Everybody has information to offer us. and It's still universal. It fits everywhere. It's like being in a little mini MBA course. You're getting wisdom from different pearls from different people. What else have you found that way? First, I want to spend a moment. Over, over a year ago now, our mutual friend thought we should have a podcast. That's Carl, for those of you who haven't been listening. And I said I didn't want to do one alone. I thought it would be boring. And he said, okay. Meet Bernie. And off the races there. No, there's a couple of wrinkles. It was during a a pandemic, so we couldn't even go out for breakfast and talk about how amazing this was going to be because it kept getting canceled and closed. But And I, I wanted to actually spend a moment. There's people who, we've even talked about people ourselves, who think I really should be podcasting. And often they vacillate and don't. And those who do or should eventually do it. And there's some things I've learned. One, you're less exciting than your guests. I actually thought I was going to be the star here. And I have found I learned so much more from my guests than I could even ask or imagine. And asking good questions, which is what a coach is supposed to do, has been incredibly interesting. The one thing I've found with some people that have invited to the show, they're going, oh, a podcast. I haven't done that before. Some have a vast experience. They'll even send me a fact sheet, their bio, their talking points, questions to ask them that are typical. What I'm finding, though, is other people are going, I haven't done one before. 
we're having a conversation now. We're having a chat, a 30-minute to a 60-minute chat. So that's a podcast. It's a moment in time where you're having a dialogue going back and forth. And you're talking about something, either it's something in the news or something about your business, whether it's accounting, legal, commercial real estate, coaching, mindset, all these areas. And each guest, I can have, I'm going to have three IP lawyers at some point in time in the recordings, but each one will have a different take. So there's certain common elements. And that's where it becomes like an MBA course, right? It's just little pearls of wisdom and you can get them anywhere. But person, if you're looking to do a podcast, you're looking to come into that space, be a guest. It just, I think it gets your feet wet. Like, what's it look like? Expense-wise, it's really not much. Someone has to have some way of reporting it. So we're using the typical platform that's out there and that Zoom. But you can use Teams. You can use Google Meets. Whatever has the sound. You can do a video capture. You can talk about someone's book. You can talk about whatever the story is. And you have to have a mic nearby. You just got to remember not to hit the mic. Oh, yes, etiquette. Learn your etiquette quick. That was the other thing. And even for us, we had to learn the etiquette. Every time we have a guest coming on, can you please shut off your computer sound that you're not using to hear us with? Or wear a set of headphones because your computer going off as your emails are coming in going, ping, it sounds like a submarine. Or if you're talking, you're really animated, don't hit the desk where the microphone is at. Or don't hit the microphone itself. It's important. Or even better yet, take that phone, put it on mute, and then move it away from the desk so that it doesn't vibrate up. And that was something that I made that cardinal sin. And so you learn those little elements of etiquette. And then if you're invited to a show, this is your time to pitch. And that was the other key thing. What about you is fascinating. The person is inviting you to come in. There's something going on that you caught their attention, their imagination. There's a set for their audience. Fine. Information. Who are you? It, it might get modified. We have show notes that we work with. Uh, we prepare a script, but it's kind of leads you into the conversation, goes back and forth. And then we have show notes that get posted with the podcast. Those are the kind of the key pieces. And that process gets refined more and more. If you have not criticisms, but critique. So there's a difference. Criticism, oh, I didn't like that. But critique is try this might help the process. One of Wayne's colleagues, for example, mentioned, listen, your intro, there's too much content top end. And you know what? I listened to a podcast the other day and I'm like, wow, if that commercial keeps going and I'm losing interest because that's not why I'm here. And Riley so it took me no time to start changing up what I've done. I don't go backwards in time, but I'll go forwards. Wayne, what are the things have you observed? Actually, several things. One I certainly had hopes that were unrealistic. I compared it mentally to talk radio. So it's going to be like billboards of Wayne Ernie. Didn't it? So I don't think I don't think I want to be on a billboard, Wayne. Just uh, just as a sidebar. You don't have my level of vanity. (laughs) The other thing that is amazing is we hear about Joe Rogan. And how successful he's been on podcasting. And Spotify offered him, I don't know, several million to come on. And we always wonder, are we that NBA superstar? Are we that the next Joe Rogan? And no, the answer is no. 
Now, the joke is there's a big space between will I be a superstar and should I not bother? And I think we've come up with a happy medium. The other part that I've noticed is that we were having a chat with another guest and all he does is enhance the social media push, the content. And we said, listen, why aren't you using podcasts? If you have a person that can walk and talk, and I use that term loosely, everybody can walk and talk. But if they no, can, not actually, but you know, but if they're animated enough, even then there's probably a way to doll that up. You can push out a message, you push out a content, then people get a sense of if you're selling a service or you're trying to convince somebody of a point, they get a sense of who you are in the dialogue. And that is the next level of connecting. By the way, most of these podcasts have a lot of common themes. Common theme one is, I got to get to know you first before I want to really do business with you. This is part of the leg of that journey. And then are you going to fix something I need fixing? If I'm looking for something to solve a problem, that's even better. And if they've recognized that ahead of time, much better. And the third part is the content. When you do a podcast, that's content. From that, you can take more information out and repurpose it. So if you're into reposting stuff on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or whatever your platform is, there's Twitch, there's Discord. The other thing that, that I think was really interesting to me is when people are selling you on the idea of a podcast, they tell you you're going to extend your reach. And that is both true and I think misunderstood. I thought there'd be people calling me out of the blue saying, I heard your podcast. When can I book a coaching center? That has not happened. But what has happened, I think Bernie would agree with me, is I've extended my internal reach where people that I already know and trust have one more reason to know and trust. Would you concur? Yeah. In, in the nature of what I do, I introduce people that might not have met. And sometimes that befuddles folks. And I say that because they're looking at, well, how does that work? That's part of affiliation marketing, if you understand that. Or, or someone gets this, it's a sales commission scenario. But if you're listening to something or doing an introduction, trying to make sure it's a fit. So if you're looking for a house to live in, I'm not going to show you an apartment. I'm going to direct you in the right place. And then it might depend on what you're looking for. Are you looking for the cottage by the lake? Or are you looking to be downtown? It's trying to direct people in the right direction. So the podcast lends itself well that way. It fits in. And I will be bring that podcast along with the introduction somebody and say, listen, this person has something. This might fit for you. And they can listen to the person. One thing that I like about podcasts is there are metrics. There are two that we follow. How many people have downloaded and how many have we done? <laughs> Which the average thing in advertising is that you wasted half your dollars, but you don't know which half. <laughs> I think sometimes you also get feedback from folks that have that are following what you're recording, and it's it's the sharing of that information. Also, our guests can use to leverage this podcast in their communication too. So if they share it on social media, regardless whatever the platform, wherever their audience is, that's a perfect thing to do. And by the way, that's good etiquette. If you're not paying for the service and someone's doing something for you 
to promote you, make sure it, you know, reciprocate. By the way, if someone introduces you to somebody, or if someone, a waiter or a waitress brings you something, you leave a tip. Right? That's a tip. You're, you're reciprocating. Now, you know, you structure the deal or informal. And it doesn't always have to involve money, but involve efforts been taken and efforts should be received. One of my big surprises is I expected more random generation of my guests, clients, and trusted networks to reach out to us. And that, I think, has been one of my surprises is that we haven't either trained them properly or I'm not patient enough or that isn't how that works. But I thought Bernie would be getting calls from Africa, Scotland, Australia, from their guests, friends, and clients. That, from what I've seen, hasn't been a real thing. Mighty, we have people that have reached out to say, hi, can we be a guest on the podcast? In other words, that's correct. A cold call, which is fine. And to have a chat with them ahead of time, what are we talking about? And with podcasting, like any other medium, your content, you have to curate it a bit. And so there's certain topics we're not going to touch because it's just, it's not that type of show. It's not a, it's not a circus. And there's enough circus content out there that you use on the different news channels. doesn't matter what part of the world you're in. It doesn't further anything. We're not into having a, a war of words. That's not a debate. You're having a debate. You went back and forth. That's useful. If you're becoming more enlightened, if you're just becoming more angry and set in your ways, yeah, that's great. We're not that type of therapist. Bernie has done the majority of the bookie. I've only recommended one or two people. And so Bernie's connections have been the bulk of the guests. And the interesting thing is I could not have even imagined the map. Everything from the kimono dragons to designing realty software. And the neat thing is I've A, gotten a little taste of how Bernie's mind works. It's interesting. but And I'm really impressed that the listener, if they're paying attention, can get, how does this imply to me? And maybe it does, but they have to ask that question. I originally thought it would be very much like inside baseball, that we would know the listener so well that we know whether she or he were left-handed, drove it forward. I think the other key element, some of the guest speakers, their journey. And we had one person from the UK that has an energy drink called Zed Game. First off, I met Paul by accident in that instance. But it's also his journey. So even if you're not interested in buying, selling, or making an energy drink or a food beverage, you get to hear about his story. And the takeaways aren't necessarily person has something to offer might be in the story how they got there and it gives you a lesson learned and that's also again the uh, part of the mba piece i'm not interested myself in creating a energy drink so why does this make a difference the reason the etra why that person did what they did that was the key one thing that has happened that i'm excited about is one of my hopes and bernie did all the heavy lifting but I was one of the instigators, for better or worse. And one of my hopes is to let the solopreneur feel they weren't alone, that they weren't this awkward misfit trying to make it go. And we have found that we've given them 
voice so that any one of our, I would say, three quarters or more of the guests we've had have had parts of the journey that was immediately applicable to these other lives. Not every time and not every way. All of them have had similar breakthroughs and setbacks. So when in wrap-up, what would you suggest to people from a podcast perspective, either they want to embark, stir it up, what suggestions would you have based on what you've learned and seen? If you were one of our podcast listeners, you would say, what are your three takeaways? <laughs> so here they are. One, don't set up a podcast, any title for any subject, unless you're willing to invest for the long game. The fact that episode seven is going to be your breakthrough is probably delusional. Two, talk to Bernie or Carl or other people, get on Google, find out how much the work there is getting your hands dirty. The talking is actually the easy part. So would you agree with that, Bernie? Absolutely. The other thing, and this is something we've had not a lot, but the first time you book a guest, they don't show. You're there. Your co-host is there. You book the time and you get crickets. Now, some have been legitimate emergencies. Some have been just sloppiness. But that first time when you hear crickets, when you thought you were doing a podcast, get ready for that feeling right now before you start, or it's going to be a really ugly journey. I I think at that point, staying dynamic, you want something to happen. If you have a recording and you have a time booked, then do something with that time. It's You have a backup plan. So you just have a short conversation and the podcast doesn't have to go all the full length. The other element, we record for audio purposes and we're not live. We do it live? Yes. Can we do video? Yes. It's a little more effort, a little more editing. I would start off, unless of course you're already an expert in those areas, in managing audio files and video files and tweaking it and then parsing the information out for repurposing. Start off small and just grow into the space. You'll adapt, you'll adjust for various reasons. One, your audience. Two, guests. Three, what makes sense? How much effort you're putting in? What were the expenses like? Those would be my takeaways. And just go into it slow and easy. Don't go into panic mode. Unless, of course, you're hiring a firm to set you up. That's doable. And Carl Richards from Podcast Solutions Made Simple is a great resource to reach out to. He'll be in the show notes. So if you need that help. And by the way, his pricing is in Canadian dollars, right? So if you're in the U.S., it's a lot cheaper. And if you're in Europe, it's still cheaper. So, Wayne, thank you for your time today. To you, the Knack for Business listeners, we appreciate your time. I would like to express my thanks to the following individuals. Carl Richards from Podcast Solutions Made Simple, a renowned podcast expert. Fred Crouch, who is the property wizard podcaster, where I'm a co-host. Melanie Weber, my invaluable business partner, and uh, Wayne Pratt from Motivate You Inc., who serves both as a coach and co-host of these podcasts. To reach me, info at creativeinsight.com, I-N-F-O at K-R-E-A-T-I-V-I-N-S-I-G-H-T.com. The website is creativeinsight.com. Wayne, how can folks reach you, sir? 
Best way is my website, motivateu.ca, M-O-T-I-V-E, the numeral eight, the letter U, dot C-A. And my email is wayne at motivateu.ca.